0: talk shop pod it is episode four i am here joined with
1: my man mikey what uppers oh my god episode four cuatro for my spanish speaking friends and oh man what a show we got for you guys today i'm super excited last week we were able to dive directly into march madness and we're going to kind of recap that but more importantly we're going to get into some, to some other sports topics today so i'm super excited man what's up
0: oh boy that was quite the first weekend of march madness (laughs) i uh after the first day i mean i was like wow this is going to be my best march madness yet and let me tell you the rest of the weekend sure did take a toll on my bankroll what about you
1: (laughs) well it's kind of you know i'm down a little bit but it was kind of just down you know a unit here down a unit here and down a unit here every single day so i've kind of been 50 50 uh lost out on the juice to the books but uh it's been a fun very very uh, interesting tournament I've been catching Most of the games Yeah, uh, I've been pretty much On the edge of my seats Man, I've just been Super juiced about this, man it's
0: Yeah been Crazy Yeah, no, I mean the, After the first day You know, I thought This is just gonna be a, You know, a groundbreaking Year for me I thought I was really you know, gonna, gonna hit it really hard And you know, have some Profits coming out of this thing And after that first day You know, the second day Was just brutal The second day Chewed me up and spit me out And then, I mean, I was just just trying to stay afloat, you know, come the second round there.
1: I think that's why it's important that you stress, you know, being and having bankroll management and being in charge of your bankroll and, not letting things get get ahead of you and just kind of controlling what you can and kind of, you know, keeping your bankroll at a minimum. That way, you know, you're never really out of money. You're kind of just losing money at a slower pace and you can always get it back.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. It's very important, you know, to stick to that 2% rule and, you know, yeah. try to, you know, keep games. You know, even games, where, you know, you really feel super confident in, uh, you know, to a minimum.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. But... I'm super excited, you know, this is the lifestyle that we chose, so I feel like, you know, it's always a chance for us to get back and get even and, and yep. get ahead, so that's what I'm looking to do this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: All right, so with that being said, I mean, let, let's go and do a little recap here of our uh, tournament picks, you know, what went right, what <laughs> went wrong, so uh, I'm going to start this one off right, first right it. here. I
1: know, I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, when, when I'm talking about the first round here, I mean, one of the teams, you know, I'm so disappointed is Ole Miss, oh. I mean, Ole Miss, I mean. I was really high on the Rebels, you know, going into that first-round game against, uh, you know, Long Kruger and his boys, and they (laughs) just did not show up in the first half, didn't show up in the second half, and, I mean, just on the defensive end, they just didn't even look interested. Yeah,
1: that was a Boomer Sooner type of game, and it was just... You know, once I was looking at that line, I know we, we recommended that play for a large amount of your bankroll last week. But once I was looking at that line, I was expecting it to keep moving toward, you know, being more of a minus side on the old Miss side. But it just never moved off the one and a half. It yep. even moved to the one on the opposite side. That that always that always raises a flag, you know, <laughs> yeah. prior prior to tip off when you know there's something like that where you're right. just like, what's going on here? Exactly. So you know, you figure, you know, you you figure you got to respect Lon Kruger as a NCAA tournament coach, but you you didn't. You didn't never feel that, you know, Oklahoma's going to be able to pull uh, be an out outright winner, and that was just crazy to me.
0: Yeah. You know? so, so, what about you in the first round? Are there, any team off the top of your head Do you have your...
1: here? Uh, not really anything like drastic because I kind of yeah. tried to stick to the to the minimum. Uh, you know, I got my Final Four team still intact. Uh, I'm not really making any money, and I'm losing a little, but nothing really stood out to me as far as like being butt hurt over or, or putting that team on the list you know i'm just yeah. kind of steady flow losing more than i'm winning type of
0: thing yeah that's that, that's good i'm glad you you know you held back on the reins a little bit there <laughs> in the first round uh so no i mean i'm just gonna go down my list here uh next <laughs> up we got wisconsin oh wisconsin i mean first half you're like okay this yeah. is the kind of game we expected you know tied at 25 and a half and then the second half i mean the wheels just came off yeah so. let's to, talk to, about that it, a little bit longer to put it to man. put it lightly i mean one one thing that I mean really, you know, kind of took a toll come the second half is just the length of Oregon. I mean, you, you could just see it. I mean, every possession they're, they're in the passing lanes, they're getting yeah. every rebound. Hap just did not ever get comfortable the entire game. He wasn't touching the ball enough. Nah, I mean, I, uh, we we were never in a rhythm. And Oregon took advantage of that. I can't stand Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard. is <laughs> probably one of my least favorite players in the entire country. Damn.
1: Yeah, be. he is like a Grayson Island clone. Yeah. Uh, kind of the kind. He's of, just a pest. Yeah, you love him if he's on your team, and you hate him if he's yeah, not he's, on your team. Oh, he's just one of those Lord. guys, and just an NTA tournament villain. You know? He really is down to Bobby Hurley, Wojo, that type of clone. But as far as that game, man, I tried to tell you that Oregon was going to bring those fans. They were just all they had to do was drive down the five. And it was going to be more of an athletic game. And, you know, Wisconsin beating the Big Ten didn't really show me anything. They pretty much won the games they were supposed to win and lost the games they were supposed to lose. So, with that being said, they ran into a hot Oregon Ducks team who's still playing. You know, after beating Mm. Wisconsin, they go ahead and annihilate UC Irvine, the darlings of the tournament, you know? Yeah. So, I I think at this point, Oregon, as much as I hate to say it, being a Husky fan, Oregon has has to warrant our respect. And you got to really look to them. They're getting a lot of points against Virginia.
0: Yeah, no, they are. But I mean, the thing that's crazy to me is if you throw the Pac-12 tournament out the window, you turn the time back a week, they're not even in the conversation. And here they are in in the Sweet 16 against Virginia, who some thought should be the number one overall seed. And they're only getting eight points. Oof. But you'll see. I mean, I don't know. They do have that length. Three, yeah. three or four out of their five starters are 6'9". I think it's four. I think it's four out of the five. Yeah. Four out of the five, 6'9". Like, yeah. that's insane to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, it, it, the name of the game in today's college basketball is to have an athlete. And uh, they have athletes all the way down that that don't even play on their bench. They have athletes. You know, it's a Nike school. They're able to recruit a lot of quality athletes. And as long as they plunk them and play them in the right um, way, they should be a very, very formidable player. Formidable, Formidable force, and that's kind of what you're seeing right now.
0: Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. Uh, one, one team that did come through for me in the first round was the Kansas Jayhawks. Rock you know,
1: Chalk, Jayhawk, Yeah, they, 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 went, yeah
0: they, they went ahead and dismantled Ooh. Northeastern. Ooh. I mean, Northeastern, they were just throwing up threes. I
1: mean, they're a good shooting team, but they were not hitting anything. Yeah, a lot of the sharp guys were on Northeastern. That was a sharp very, very sharp play. They thought they would be able to not only hang with the Jayhawks, but a couple of them were sprinkling money line on Northeastern, and Kansas just annihilated them from the start to finish. It was just uh, Division One athlete versus Division. One athlete, but that's not really a Division One athlete, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it was just an annihilation, and uh, yeah. I watched that game clearly. Well, well, and, what would uh, you say
0: was what your was... What would you say was your most exciting game of the weekend? The UCF Duke one—that's got to be right. Yeah,
1: that was a good one. I was unfortunately I was at Chuck E. Cheese, you know, oh, had a birthday party, whoa. happy birthday, Esmond. It was a birthday party, so I didn't get to really see it. Up, so all I saw was highlights of that one. But if you ask me that question, I'd have to say the show that John Morant put on against Marquette. I mean, a triple double and yeah, tournament yeah, yeah, yeah. play. I know yeah. you were on the Marquette Golden Eagles, and I know that kind hurt your soul but that guy I, i'm ready to take him over uh right after Zion, Zion. right after Zion right after Zion yeah yeah before after. you know before the uh lefty that uh, i think is going to kind of be an NBA bust you no, know? let's rewind for a second how is Chuck E. Cheese I haven't been to, I haven't <laughs> been to that establishment in quite some time yeah well we could do a Chuck E. Cheese review right now what it is is it's a, it's a cash cow oh. you know they got something for everybody no matter your age they have the games uh, they have the cards for the kids. They have everything you need for the kids. And then they throw in the beer, Ooh. the liquor, and the wine for the adults. Okay. So it's kind of like a you can't leave and you can't stay type of thing. And by the time you get home, you're worn out because you're chasing kids all over. And you're faded. Super faded. You wow. know, because their beer is only $4. So, you know, Four, you, okay. yeah, you get super faded by the time you leave Chucky Cheese. How, how's the pizza? Did you get any pizza in yet? Uh, it's, you know, it's well, so one, one bite. You know yeah, the rules. One yeah, bite. I have very, very, very high and acute. Pizza tasting skills <laughs> I can only deal With real mozzarella cheese And that was, definitely Wasn't real mozzarella cheese But the 16 kids That were in attendance Seemed to enjoy Wait, it
0: Did you hear anything About like the uh, They had like a scandal Going on Where like they were Selling full pizzas Like you can get a full pizza For like say like 10 bucks And they were taking like Slices and putting them together <laughs> and making a pizza. So people were getting full slice, like a full like circle pizza, and it was like all jagged on the edges. Bro, when is this? Like, no, oh, I did not yeah, hear the, this, this was like a month or so ago.
1: Get so, out of here. So
0: someone's heard this one. One of our listeners is gonna be like, I know what Grant's talking about. Hey,
1: if you have hit us up on Twitter, yeah. Talk Shop Pod, yeah, at Talk Shop Pod, yeah, hit us up. Give let us know. Give us I some, haven't heard that one.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, the, <pizza, laughs> the jagged that, edges of the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. That's a real thing. Okay, he <laughs> well,
1: okay. came out. He was a gangster. He had on. Denim. He is a gangster. He had on denim jeans, bro. Oh. <laughs> oh! With the, the Chuck Taylors! <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he wasn't a blood, he wasn't a crip. He had oh, some straight black Chuck Taylor. Oh, He was neutral to any hood. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> but it was all in all, man, I had a blast. It was fun. The parents had a, had a fun time. The kids had a fun time. And, man, I, I'd recommend it for any parents that just want to not have to worry about cleaning up after a kid's party.
0: So will you and Espen be visiting anytime soon? Maybe for his birthday party or something? Yeah, yeah, that was his birthday party. Oh, that so was actually I'm, his birthday so party. So next year, will you be back?
1: Ah, uh, well, you know, I have to shout out to the family members and the wifey and see if she lets us do that again. She's probably trying to have a home party at the next one. There right? you, you know, so. Yeah.
0: So wait, so, so for those of you who don't know, my man Mike, his son's <laughs> name is Espen.
1: <laughs> it is, doggy. Espen, you know, if you know me, you kind of know that it fits the family well. I'm all about sports yeah. just like you are. Um, you know, when you, when you first tell people, it's funny because when you first tell people the name, they kind of look at you weird and like you're joking or you're crazy. But then once they hang around us and they get to know me a little bit they're more, like, like, oh, it makes yeah, sense Yeah, now. yeah. By the end, they're like, oh, you should have an ESPN2, you know? And I'm just like, <laughs> the, the original network is the ESP- ESPN enough.
0: ESPN, the Ocho. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, no. Hey, Ocho, get over here. <laughs> we got one network like it was the 80s, you know? And that's all we're getting, you know? So, okay. But it's pretty cool, man. It's yeah. No, that is, that is
0: pretty cool. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, so now back to college basketball. Uh, <laughs> back, back to what we, we came here for. So, why don't you for.
1: tell us who you like this week, then? Man. Okay,
0: so yeah, I, I woke up today feeling real dangerous. I, w- I woke up on uh, the cool side of the pillow or something. Meisty. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I woke up and I went right in, put a little parlay in. It's a money, it's a money line parlay, and it's. Michigan State Ooh. against LSU I like Michigan State on the money line I like Sparty there okay and then I have UNC on the money line against Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers yeah if you go ahead and parlay those two together they're both around you know the uh, minus 250 range you're getting even money in return yeah and I mean with that that right there that screams value if hey, you ask me
1: hey man you hey you know being a Tar Heel fan you, you know you get Tar Heels on the money line and then you get Izzo who's always great in the tournament on the money line you put those two together man I think I'm gonna follow you and tell you on that play, man, because that is a great play by you, Big G.
0: Yeah, no, uh, this is the time of year, you know, when we get to this, you know, Sweet 16, Elite Eight. I really like to start looking at the head coaches. You know, this this is this is the whole the whole world's watching. This is when it comes down to you you either make or you break. You can handle the pressure. You know how to you know make adjustments on the fly. How to adjust you know to a zone you didn't see coming or things like that. And you know I gotta take my man uh, Roy Williams over Bruce Pearl, (laughs) and I gotta take Izzo over the fill in coach for the Tigers. Did you see?
1: Bruce Pearl today, though?
0: Oh, my God. This guy, Bruce Pearl, is a wild man.
1: He's on on ESPN. I'll let you tell the story, man. This guy's on ESPN today. It's just funny because, you know, I'm watching. I'm strolling through Twitter, and I notice Bruce Pearl is talking. I'm like, let me click on this. Bruce Pearl is telling you to take the over in his own game. This this man <laughs> is on
0: SportsCenter. He's getting interviewed. Was it Scott Van Pelvis? Yeah, something? Scott yeah. Van Pelvis. SVP's got him on the air. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, you know, we're not afraid to run with the Tar Heels. You know, we like to run ourselves here. And, you know, so, yeah, if
1: anything, I'd say take the over. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. No one asked you for your opinion on this on the total hey. there. Hey, man, doing what we do, man. We love it. I love it personally. I think that that's just... Ballsy. It's illegal in certain states, and he he has the right to speak his mind, man. And I I think that's pretty ballsy. I won't be taking over, but I I think it's a big mistake for him to try to run with the Tarheels because that's all we do. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I love it too. I mean, it's just bringing you know sports gambling yeah. you know to the forefront, yeah. you know to the you know, to the center. Yeah, nobody eye, but...
1: should be afraid to mention it on national TV anymore. It's not a stigma. It's a it's a it's something that you know you can make a lot of money on as long as you you know secure your funds and, and appropriate them the proper way. But it's not a stigma. It's not a your bookie's breaking your leg in the back. Door if you don't pay them it's not that kind of operation anymore man it's a it's a really open operation and just you should embrace it yeah
0: i was just a little surprised that, yeah,
1: definitely. yeah I don't know. bruce just
0: pulling out of the string on that one wow so you got your money line two team yeah so that's my money line two teamer. What, what are you looking at here i know you you said you have a couple against the spread picks yeah
1: like. yeah yeah a lot of the sharp guys are, are are feeling like you know the zags are getting way too many points uh i think it's seven and a half now with florida state and um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Zag straight on that. I just think that they'll cover that number uh, easily. Um, they didn't cover against Baylor, but that game was never in doubt. Gonzaga. That was a weird game. Yeah, they, they blew rude. them out. They started out. They were big. Baylor made the big run, and it fell right under the number of 13 at 12. So, yep. you know, it was interesting. But I just think Gonzaga's on another level. They got athletes. They got a bench. This is them man they've been in a title game before i'm going to go ahead and take them over to fight Leonard hamilton's
0: okay yeah that, that's a line right there I, I would suggest you jump on sooner than later yeah. i could I see that one climbing yeah, you know
1: definitely, definitely uh if you like florida state you're gonna want to wait till last minute because that might be around eight eight and a half uh at tip off um but if you like a Zaga, you want to go ahead and get that now because that number will go up
0: Yeah, that, that's a game i'm excited to watch definitely, there. uh definitely. florida states you know they've been playing great definitely, lately i definitely. wasn't a big fan of them all season but, you know, looking back, you know, their stats this year and, you know, some of the big wins they have, you know, yeah. they're, they're really they really got yeah. something going over yeah. there.
1: Yeah. 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 So that I mean, that's one of the plays, a straight play I have. I don't really have any other parlay plays that I'm comfortable about. I do feel like Michigan will go ahead and take care of Texas Tech. And I like the under on that because both teams do play slow. They control the pace. They play defense. John B a lot of cuts. Chris Beard is a really solid packaging type of defensive coach. So I do like the under on that one as well.
0: Yeah, no, I'm honestly kind of surprised that Michigan made it this far. I had yeah. them going down uh, last last game. Too they
1: would have if they would have played Nevada. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, let's talk about your Let, Wolfpack. Let's talk about the What the, the hell was that,
0: Grant? Yeah, I mean, the whole first half, Holy you know, sh- could, could, couldn't really get things going. You know, there was a little glimmer of hope there in the second half. They went ahead and I think tied things up or maybe even took the lead by one
1: there. Yeah. And, you know, it was a little too little too late for them. Uh, really burnt out there. So, what are your, so how do you judge this season as far as being a Nevada Wolfpack fan? Like – Do you feel like this is a disappointment? Do you feel like this is kind of what you expected? No. Do you feel like they, you know, they're from a smaller conference? They kind of achieved what they were looking for. Where are you Uh, at?
0: I mean, me personally, I haven't really spoke to you know too many you know people from I went to school with and whatnot. A lot of other fans, but me personally, it's utter disappointment. It has to be, right? I I don't see any other way around it. I think Musselman's on his way out. that, that's by my choice or no nah, I think I could see UCLA I think either oh, UCLA or Cal Arizona? I know, or, Arizona yeah see Arizona is an option but I, I could see more of Cal because okay. I know he is a Bay Area guy yeah. uh that yeah, is where is. his son still goes to high school now so I'm yeah. assuming he has a house in the area yeah shout out to San Ramon
1: yeah there Definitely. you go damn okay. yeah
0: no um yeah the wheels really came off I heard some rumors uh you know on social media and stuff that we kind of had some internal issues you know regarding our players you know some uh some behind the scenes stuff going on but yeah <laughs> I, I, I never thought that Caleb Martin and uh, Jordan Caroline really were, you know, too too fond of each other. Yeah, I can see and, that. And, uh, yeah, one of them ended up with a black eye coming whoa, come to the Mountain West Tournament. Whoa,
1: so. whoa, you better get your dukes up yeah. <laughs> in that locker room, I yeah. guess. I, I think it's, it's kind of a, a one of those things where you have to really question, did you kind of ride the horse too too hard, you know? Yeah, you gotta, no,
0: That that's another thing is yeah. during the season, we, never, we, we stayed really short on our bench. Right. We never played more right. than seven, eight players. And, I mean, when you go through a whole season, you get to the end of it, you're playing the best team we have played all year. Exactly. And I mean, what, what do you think What do you think's going to happen? Yeah,
1: I, I think he just kind of burnt their legs out a little bit because, you know, he coaches very hard. He expects his team to play hard. He's, at an, every M- he's, he's an NBA-style exactly. coach exactly. coaching college. Exactly. And exactly. you don't have NBA athletes yeah. out there. And if you're going to do that, you have to you have to kind of peak them at the right time. And Izzo is kind of one of those coaches that's very good at, you know, you when you think his team's not good enough, but by the time the, the tournament comes, they're kind of peaking. As yeah. far as Musselman, those guys kind of peaked in December and January. By the time March came, it was yeah. kind of like they were tired and, and, and their legs were, you know, weren't up under them anymore.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not really sure exactly what the deal was, but if you look at the, our last few losses during the season, you know, San Diego State, that was a brutal loss right yeah. there, and the San Diego State loss in the Mountain West tournament. I mean, I really just didn't see Mus, you know, really investing in making changes yeah. on the fly. Yeah. Like, if you go out there, you see, you got you to gotta make adjustments. I mean, yeah. you got Trayshawn Thurman out on the edge just bombing threes whenever he likes. Yeah. I mean, that's our four. Our four's <laughs> out there with the green light. I mean, I, I just don't really that's understand. That's our four. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really get it. I don't really get it. Yeah, either.
1: I mean, I I, I I guess it is what it is at this point. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they was probably the biggest disappointment in the tournament so yeah. far for me personally. I know, I know there's
0: a lot of sharp guys I heard on the radio. They're all over Nevada. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so anyway, I guess we got Michigan coming out of that one. So, Michigan, Texas, Texas is a good game. Who are you taking on? I know you got Texas, Texas. That's Final a great four. one.
0: That's a great one. I've, I've always been high on the Red Raiders yeah. this entire season. Definitely. I love the way, you know, they lock down on the defensive end. But, I mean, the, I mean I've been hating on Michigan all season, to be honest <laughs> with you. They're very inconsistent. But, yeah. I mean, these past two games, they've been. You know, lights out, really. Yeah,
1: it's one of those things where I was I was with you in that corner, and I was hating on John line as well. But like I said earlier, he's kind of one of those guys that kind of knows when to crack the whip at the right time. And he's got those guys playing in all cylinders uh, throughout the first two rounds of this tournament. So this should be a very interesting uh, – if you like running gun, this is not the game for you. But if you like no. fundamental defensive basketball, you're going to want to tune into this game.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I would take a look at on this game is the under. And then also – I lean Red Raiders on the money line. <laughs> I, I lean. I, I, I do lean. I mean, you're getting plus money with the Red Raiders. Lean with it. Rock I, with it. Yeah. Lean
1: with it. Rock with it. And I think it's about <laughs> it's
0: about time that Michigan, you know, shows their, their true colors. I yeah. think it's about time, you know, their offense, you know, kind of t- tones it back a notch. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. I mean, I, I, I'll ride with you on that. I have no opinion on that game. So no? I guess, you one,
0: know. One game that is the definition of a coin toss in my mind. You got Purdue and Tennessee. Oh. It's a virtual
1: pick-em. Uh, yeah, it, it, you, you figure Rick Barnes is due to have his annual choke job here anytime now, and Purdue is a, a team that I thought would lose the last game, but Carson, Kaysen, Chris, whatever his name is, came out, had 42 points, and they kind of just annihilated you know in round two and that was just i know some, i was on villanova, Were yeah, you on villanova? Yeah, money
0: line yeah on that, oh i know. was on money line as well yeah so you know that, that's one that's really hard to swallow yeah. i mean you got jay Wright, you got all these veteran villanova guys yeah. that have been there they've been
1: in this situation and they do go out. And,
0: by the time I flip the game on, they're already down 20.
1: Yeah, it was a blowout from start to finish because Purdue just came out shooting threes and they were hot. And when you get a team like that and you have I, no answers, I, I think in the court. first
0: half they shot something like 62%. Wow. Something
1: crazy, wow. like wow. that. so crazy. crazy like that. That's crazy like that. Yeah, that's crazy. But the, and as far as this matchup, I have no opinion. I mean, uh, you, I, I, I just don't know when Rick Barnes is going to do it. This could be it. He almost blew a 25-point lead to Iowa in round two. This could be right where he kind of shits the bed. He's due for it. He does it every year. This might be it. So I'm off of Purdue and Tennessee.
0: Okay. Do you have an opinion on that uh, Michigan State LSU line? I think it's at six
1: right yeah, now. Yeah, I, like I like the Michigan State money line as far as the line. If you force me, I'll take Michigan State on the line. I just feel like LSU is kind of out of gas. They almost gave it up to Maryland last round. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a perfect spot for Sparty.
0: Yeah, now uh, in comparison to that Gonzaga line where I think we're going to see it, you know, jump a point maybe to like an eight and eight and a half. This is an LSU Michigan State line. I could see it going down, you know, yeah. maybe a half or so, yeah. you know, prior to tip-off. Because, I mean, when you get two big-name teams like that, you're still matching up SEC, Big Ten. A lot of people... People are going to lean towards taking the points. Yeah, there. and
1: you got a SEC school and SEC down in that region from about Texas all the way up to Virginia is pretty much going to be having support at the betting window. So, yeah, I do expect LSU money, and uh, I'll probably wait to jump on Sparty. I'm definitely going to take him on the money line with you, but if you want them on the spread, you can probably wait right before tip-off and get a better number with Sparty. There you go. Do you have any other games you want to touch on for college basketball? No, I mean I just my final four is still intact of Michigan State, Gonzaga, Kentucky, and Virginia, so you know my bracket is still kind of intact and I'll just roll with those four. Yeah. I,
0: I mean I don't understand why people invest so much time on making brackets and stuff. I mean it's a complete waste of time. Like it's an American treasure. Grant. I mean, when I when I think about it, I mean why why am I over here picking teams that I know aren't gonna win? I'm thinking I'm circling upsets that I don't even know who this team is. Grant, you when have you could just it. be you could just be handicapping games. Yeah, you might as well make some money.
1: A lot of people don't have the privilege of living in this great state of Nevada, Grant, so they don't yes. have the ability to handicap. It, it is know? a great state. Yeah, the yeah. the silver state. The silver state, the nickel state state you know so you know you know so brackets is all they have so you know i appreciate it it, it always adds to the excitement of the month wow. and i just love the birds chirping, yeah man. This, oh i know yeah we, we are out here we're, <laughs> we're over at town square we're at uh, mcfadden's out here on the, hey, on the we're at an irish bar and it doesn't even open and yeah. we're still here so we're enjoying this and this is a true pop the trunk production man. yeah
0: yeah no, we, we just opened the gate to the back patio and we're just <laughs> out here you know chirping along with the birds you know we're
1: waiting for an angry Irishman to come and cuss us out the irish yeah the yeah. irish <laughs> so wait
0: you see conor so, mcgregor retired nah, he didn't retire no i know no he was on he was on espn like i know it was uh, i think it was jimmy fallon <laughs> he, was, he was on some show last night and he was talking to them so like so like what's your next fight and he goes, oh, well he knows a lot of politics going on. Yeah. He goes, but I'm ready to go. I'm in nah, like the best is, shape of my career. Is, and then six hours later, he says he's retiring on Instagram. This is a stunt, bro. This so, is
1: a stunt to get more yeah. money out of Dana White mm-hmm. UFC for his next one. 100%. Guaranteed. I mean, everyone's
0: asking for the uh, Khabib rematch. That's yeah. what you're gonna uh, get. He
1: don't want those problems, bro. No? Khabib cho- no. no <laughs> and way. I was on Conor, but Khabib uh, wrestles bears, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Think yeah. about this, dog. So what do you say with the over under of Conor McGregor staying retired at six months?
0: I mean, what? What? Give me. So, what is six the number? Months. What is the number? Six months. I'm sure there's an offshore odd up there somewhere six already. Six
1: months. I just he, told you.
0: No shot. Over or under. Under. What the hell? <laughs> so you're saying he'll be. Wait, 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 wait. So are you telling me he has to actually like participate in a fight, or he has to agree to a fight in six months.
1: He has to fight within six
0: months. Oh, see, I don't know about that. Because, I mean, they'd be announcing shit, and it's like, oh, 10 months from now, yeah. I'm going to fight here in Vegas against whoever. So what are you putting? Where are you putting your money? Over under six I'm, months? I'm off here, that one. He's in the cage. I, I was thinking more of like a yes, no, will he stay retired prop. Oh, I don't I don't know about this
1: time. I don't, okay. I don't like putting time like on the 50-50 yes, you, no you, you,
0: I know you like your totals, Mike, I but... <laughs>
1: You know that. I'm not the total guy, but, no. okay, so I go under six months. I believe it's a publicity stunt to yeah. get more money out of Dana White because Dana White knows he sells tickets.
0: But you see, you think about it, like, six months is a hard number because that's not even, like, the entire year. That's only putting it to September. Like, yeah. if, he, so if he fights in October, I lose. You lose.
1: Yeah, fuck that. No, no. Well, if he fights in September, you win. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> off that one. I'm off that one. All right, fine. All right, so man. what other We Got a Nurkic injury? Oh, man, I haven't seen it yet because oh, by the time I woke up, it was already screened on all these uh websites and uh espn sports center so i didn't get to see it no but uh how would would you compare it to the paul george uh and the gordon hayward injury it's it's i would say it's more similar to that wear one the louisville player oh it's more similar to that it's kind of like the
0: same area of like his like shin got it and then the worst part of the whole thing in my opinion was (laughs) is like he fell and like he's obviously injured everyone like walked away it was gruesome as shit and then like he let it. the referee walks by him and like, bumps his leg with his, oh. like he, he's like, like trying to jog by, and he kicks his shin, wow. and you can see it like move again, wow. it's like, oh, oh man, like get oh. away.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a tough loss, you know, anytime you lose a player like that, they already were down CJ McCollum, uh, that's a tough loss for the Blazers, you feel like they have no shot in the Western Conference at this point, yeah. with a little bit of shot that they did have.
0: The worst part of the whole thing though, is like, the, uh, the Blazers were up the whole game, they are laying six the game ends up going to double overtime and they only won by four. <laughs> that's the worst part. Ow, that's ow. the worst yeah, part.
1: That's one, yeah, that's a tough one, man.
0: I, I know we had some West Coast viewers tuned in to the, uh, to the ending of that Sprinkling one. Sprinkling it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the in play, just the uh, end, end of the, the nightcap, you know? Yeah,
1: that had to be a heavy action. Double your money and make it stack, like, right? Like, double oh, your money. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's just a tough injury. You don't like to see guys get hurt, but yeah. injuries happen in the NBA and, you know, it's the GM's job to kind of build depth and create a roster that's going to be, yeah. you know, be able to battle injuries. So we'll see what the yeah, and, and they go got.
0: Over. They have my old teammate from Gorman. He'll step up. Zach Collins. He's been playing. He's been plugging in pretty solid
1: for them, bro. He's a buck. 37 dog. what is he gonna do yeah, for no. now? I don't know. He's been plugging in kinda nicely though. He's I got can. a little mid range. Okay, plug, I'll give you a plug. But now yeah. he's got a plug and play. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. You know, so that's true. I mean he was nice he was nice in college though. I liked him yeah. in college. So any, we'll in, see. any other NBA news you wanna touch on? Uh Golden State Warriors. How about that, man? Did you see them get blown out at home by the Dallas Mavericks? At no, home? What by was 40? this? Uh, about two days, two, three days ago, man. No. They lost by 40 and the funniest part was KD was, they asked KD, is this odd that you're getting beat at home? <laughs> don't laugh. And he goes, no, we're all used to getting beat at home. Everybody in this locker room has gotten beaten at their home at one point in time. I just thought that was oh, funny. If no. you get it, you get it. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, they got beat by 40 to the Dallas Mavericks, man. And that's just a, another issue of the go- the Golden State Warriors kind of turning it on when they feel like it, you know?
0: Yeah. So, so are you excited
1: for opening day? Baseball?
0: Yeah. I know. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, You're going, right? Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll be in Milwaukee. Tell about your
1: itinerary, man. Yeah. Where are
0: you headed? Yeah. So I'm headed to Milwaukee tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be in town. Uh, I'm going to be at Miller Park for Miller the Park. Brewers Cardinals opening day. Okay. And so that, that's a kind of a, a little matinee. A little matinee. Because yeah. that's 11, 11 a.m. first pitch. And then that night, I'm going to the uh, Bucks Clippers game. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. A little, a little two for one. Yo, that's dope, man. You get to see opening day, and then you get to see the number one seed in the NBA right now. Yeah. yeah that's that's going to be The best
0: dope. team in the. League, ah, without without yeah. a doubt ah. yeah no one, one player i'm really excited about seeing is actually sweet lou lou williams on the clippers uh, i'm thrilled and hey, what's up with you and lou man what's your obsession with Sweet oh, Lou? he's nice man the clippers down fourth quarter you just fourth quarter point spread on the Showtime. Clippers. oh sweet lou in the fourth there's nothing like him my favorite thing about sweet lou though is he's got two girlfriends he's got a white girl and a black girl no. but he calls him vanilla and chocolate i wish i was joking right now i'm really not though no. he got two he's got
1: two Bro, you got me busting up on this podcast no, right now. No, no, Manila no. Vanilla and chocolate. Yeah. Sweet
0: Lou has vanilla yeah. and chocolate. No, like a year or so ago, he'd have both of them like roll up to the game, sit courtside.
1: Bro, yeah, they're like kissing each other and stuff, bro. Hey, hey, everybody, hit pause on this and go Google that to make sure my man Grant is telling the truth. No, nah, yeah. Vanilla and chocolate. All yeah. right, all right, Sweet Lou, man, do your thing, man. Yeah. I am not mad at you. I mean, you, you can't hate on that. No, I'm not mad. My at man's living all. the life, and he's a six man of a year. And he's in L. A. What's good? So, so I guess we'll swing all over, man. Let's talk some NFL draft. Oh, boy. Oh, Who's pro boy. day? We're just yeah. we're watching the Duke pro day. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones was kind of nice. Hey, hey I, hate the, I hate the back of Dookie, but my man my man was throwing some darts today, man. He was left and right. I understand it's scripted and he's practiced and rep, yeah. re, uh, done thousands of repetitions of what exactly he was going to do. But today, he was on point, man. I'm not saying the Dolphins should take him, but I'm saying... Some team's gonna get a steal whenever they decide to take him. Man, he was he was throwing some darts today.
0: Yeah, no, he looked pretty uh, pretty you know in prime form out there. Yeah, you. definitely. So the Packers gonna take him and go oh, ahead and, and ben- bench Aaron Rodgers and start it, Daniel Jones. It, it is about that time, you know <laughs> that we. Uh, I think I think we had far for about eleven years, and, and when we drafted Rodgers, and I think it's been I think this is the eleventh year. Okay. So we may be looking to the next chapter. I don't know if Daniel Jones is the guy, but, <laughs> Daniel Jones. <laughs> I mean, he's he's nice though. I saw there was uh, some uh, New York Giants scouts there I can see them yeah. making a move yeah, they, I mean I don't know what the big hell big. they're doing if they don't make yeah. a move they
1: didn't, I don't know what they're, they're doing period yeah. you know they got Saquon that's yeah. for damn sure yeah. so we both see I see I know personally I see Kyler Murray going number one to the Arizona you still on? yeah that? no I think uh the
0: Cardinals are going to go ahead and uh, go with uh Kyler Murray at one go ahead and uh trade Josh Rosen somewhere I'm yeah. not exactly I hope sure. it's not Miami But I got some
1: breaking news, man Listen in, listen in, you heard it here first Mikey on the mic with some breaking news And this is gonna hurt your heart, but My new team is now the Chicago Bears Whoa Whoa Okay, where did that come it's from? It's kind of like one of those things where you're trying to tell your parents you messed up and you just, Whoa. Don't, you just don't really know the right time to break it to you. That's no. how I feel with you, Grant. Even the <laughs> Chicago Bears, you're just going to break this to me right
0: now? Mommy, well, my- this is very timely news because the first line for opening night of the NFL just Bears came out. Chicago. And it's Green Bay yeah. in Chicago at Soldier Field. Yeah. And the, the line, my friend, is Chicago minus four. Minus four, yeah.
1: see? So, Would you know, like to make
0: a friendly wager here? Sure, huh?
1: I'll take the minus four at Soldier Field. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, we're shaking we're, on that. Yeah, we're, we're shaking on we're, that. We're definitely. definitely shaking we're on definitely that. Definitely on that. But man, my new team is—you know—I'm introducing it to the public right now. My new team is now the Chicago Bears. I was looking for a team that had a radical fan base, had cold weather, that valued defense, and, over a, and a good field goal kicker, right? Yeah, and not a not a Pro Bowl court. Oh. <laughs> Good one, and not a Pro Bowl quarterback, so I can kind of buy low and watch them sell high. And I think the kind of it was came down to them in Seattle. And Seattle, I think, has a little bit more of a Pro Bowl quarterback, even though they fit my husky profile a little bit better. Uh, I'm now a Chicago Bears fan. Man. I wow, this is—I mean, I'm glad
0: to have you up here in the <laughs> NFC North. Um, but wow, this—this this is news to me. Yeah, uh, so first too. thing I can say is thank you for the safety You just gave us Adrian Amos He's kind of nice, I like well, him Well there's a reason
1: we gave him to you you know. We? <laughs> oh
0: wow
1: Wow, this is insane Yeah man, I know it's a little bit hard for you to do Wow, with, I, got, you know? I, gotta, I gotta like uh, Let this one soak in for a little bit here I, There was no perfect time for me to break it to you Grant You know, Yeah. I, I had to do it You know, so uh, But anyways, let's move on Kyle... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, alright Kyler Murray, number one draft pick you think Josh Rosen will end up getting traded somewhere? Yeah, um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to predict where. I don't There's really. It's got to be the Giants or the Dolphins. Or I the saw Reds someone kids. on
0: someone online said the Raiders. I, I can't really see that happening. Nah, I mean, Gruden, Gruden says cars is franchise quarterback, yeah, so yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I don't know what he's fucking smoking. Yeah, but yeah,
1: why don't you tell us why you're peeved about all these mock drafts and who the mock drafts have the Packers drafting?
0: Oh my! <laughs> yeah. So if you look at the tight ends, you look at the uh, the top, you know, ten or so tight ends in the draft. One and two are both from Iowa. I don't know how you got. <laughs> I don't know how you can have two tight ends from the same school, both in no one sense. and two. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. you got a fence or Fance yeah. one, and so the number one. Uh, tight end. is They have him going 7th overall. To the, I think it's the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. If you're taking a tight end 7th overall in the draft, you need to look in the mirror. Yeah, he <laughs> better be Kellen Winslow or, you know... Kellen Winslow? To- <laughs>
1: what happened to Kellen? Hey, I'm a soldier. He was a, hey, he was a baller, dog. He was a baller, dog. You know those... If you get you a Jimmy Graham when he's fresh, he already got uh, you a Jimmy Graham. Yeah. You know, you gotta get you a playmaker if you're gonna be dealing with a tight end at 7.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Kirk Ferentz at Iowa, like, the, the idea that he has the two best tight ends in the country on the same same damn line. That yeah, that's that's, that's bonkers.
1: That's insane. So So needless to say you're not a fan of Jazza Tight end in the first
0: No, game. so the Packers have two first uh two picks in the first round. Nice. And yeah, no, I'm super excited yeah. about that. I think we need to go ahead and get an offensive tackle with one yeah. and go ahead and get a safety with the other. Okay. But I'm also cool with the corner. Okay. And I mean we were really we kinda need a lot, so I'm cool with the running back too. Yeah. Yeah. But there's not, there's not too many good backs in the draft this year. No,
1: not 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 that high for sure. You know, you got Alabama draft, uh, running back, and I'm sure you guys have had your, enough with Eddie Lacy and his Alabama, you know, yeah. shenanigans, you know. I but I, I don't, think you think, I don't
0: know problem. if we have, though, because they said we were interested in Mark Ingram, too. So. Oh, really? Yeah, so I
1: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll just have to see how that falls. So, wait, so. I was going to ask you about your team now. Or so I, <laughs> do I ask you about the Dolphins or the Bears? I can cover them both if you want, because I, I have history with both, and I'm trying to learn about another one, so. Uh, ask me about the Bears On the next podcast Okay <laughs> And the Dolphins I think they need to trade up And get a quarterback Whether it's Kyler Mary Or Dwayne Haskins
0: There you go Dwayne Haskins That yeah. would be nice Hard yeah. Rock Stadium Would be rocking Yeah yeah
1: We gotta sell some tickets And uh they got to sell some tickets. Sorry, Whatever that adjusted. play
0: was at the end of the New England game, you guys should just keep doing that. Yeah, that's I like the only, that. That's only, that's, it's
1: sad because that's the only way we can score touchdowns is trick plays. You know. I like that. I like that one, though. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it goes. And, and, and you know, I'll play it by ear. I always got love for the What do you think about Danny Amendola playing quarterback? Why not? Because Ryan Tannehill sure couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> might, as, might as well change it up. So okay, that's what we like on the draft. What do you think about Big Mike Trout getting paid? Man, we thought last time we spoke on baseball, Bryce got his money. Now yeah. Mike Trout gets
0: his money. Yeah, just one week to the next, you know. Here's, here's half a half a billion. Woo! Here's another half
1: a billion. 430 million?
0: Yeah, I Woo! mean, like, like I said in the last show, I mean, once you get into these hundreds that's and all, hundreds, it's, all relative. it's
1: just like, yep, okay, what do I sign? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I have to agree with you there. Are, I I am a little shocked that he decided to to stay with the uh, the Angels uh, cuz they're not going to win shit. Let's be honest. You know they're not gonna win shit, and they're in a tough division with the Astros and the A's. No, if you think about
0: it, he's making—he's making—he signed a four hundred and thirty million dollar deal, and he has October's off.
1: <laughs> I mean, what's What's better than that? What's better than that? Clown it. <laughs> <laughs> My man's only got to play up to September, and then he gets paid. But he's hell, good. Then I mean, he's good. Yeah, I guess that makes a sense. I mean, I just thought he, he 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 valued winning a little bit more. But to each his own, man. Maybe I mean, look at play it, play Machado. It. Did he value winning? No. Yeah. No, no, he didn't. But I guess you know you can't tell a grown man what to do and how to spend so, his money. So, so
0: now out of the out of those big uh, contracts we've seen in the off season, who do you who do you say got the best of everything? I, I me personally, I don't like. I mean, clearly these guys could care less about winning. It, right. it, it really seems like it. so. I'd
1: say Machado's sitting in the yeah. driver's seat, living in San Diego, eating carne asada fries. Yeah going to the beaches there's eight different Ooh, beaches have you there's, been to Peco park uh, man i lived there for eight years oh of course. <laughs>
0: man petco park if, if you haven't been to Peco park you got to get your
1: ass to a yeah, game oh my just go to the city man it doesn't it doesn't yeah no really just get down to the city yeah, it's beautiful there's everything for you to do gas lamp district hundreds of breweries there's the gas lamp there's zoos there's yeah. beaches there's, there's, there's j- the uss midway yeah. yeah there's eight different freeways pacific for you to get beach views. you can if you want some waves you yeah. can go to the bay if you yeah. don't like waves yeah. I do recommend visiting San Diego for those of you that haven't, but I know most of you probably have at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's right. Out, it's a little trek down the yeah, street, yeah. right so, around the corner. I, I guess it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen this year, you know what I'm saying? Most so, definitely. All right, we're going to take a quick break here and uh, get
0: back to some more content here on The Talk Shop Pod. Boom. you're listening to the talk shop pod giving you the content to sound smarter than your friends and hopefully putting some money in your pocket your source for all things sports betting beer and sports please do us a favor and give us a follow on twitter and instagram at talk shop
1: pod welcome back talk shop pod fans We're going to get into our next segment, which is called A Different View from Vegas. This is where we kind of go over, you know, little tips and hints that can help you um, with your gambling etiquette and help you put some uh, change in your pockets. So the first thing we're going to go over is gambling money lines.
0: Oh, do I love me some money lines? (laughs) Let me
1: tell you. A money line is basically instead of taking the spread, you're going to basically say this team's going to win so outright winner outright completely outright winner. no points i don't like them you can keep them yeah and this works both ways so you can take an underdog and you can get a little bit of a boost of a value by you know getting plus whatever or you can take a favorite and you don't want to you don't want to back them with the points because you think they might not cover the points you can take the favorite but you'll get paid out less so this is something that you know both sharp and recreational betters use to their advantage when they don't want to involve the point spread
0: yeah, for instance, uh, like I was talking about earlier for this weekend, I like UNC on the money line, which means they just have to beat Auburn, nothing to do with the five, yeah, which is the line. Just win.
1: Yeah, and then like I also Al and then I
0: also like Michigan State to beat LSU, but I don't like the right. line there either. I just don't want to mess with these, you know, these tight lines here in the NCAA tournament. Right. I just want to pick the winners. Right, you
1: know? right. So this is a crucial part of your toolbox if you want to become a a serious uh daily Uh, profitable gambler you got to know when it's good to take the money line and when it's good to take the spread so we just wanted to give you a little definition of what an actual money line is all right yeah next up on the tips we have here is a seating etiquette at the sports oh that's a good one you know it's march madness it's super bowl whenever you get those opening days and whenever you get the sports book that's kind of you know a little bit overly crowded you know you might have to take a pee-pee you know, i say, like I say, Espen, pee-pee, potty. You know, <laughs> if you if you have to go take a pee-pee and potty, there's a professional and proper ways to do that, you know. So yeah. if you have to go do number one, and it's going to be a very quick thing, you can just ask the person next to you, hey, man, can you watch the seat? Make sure no one sits there. You go run, you do your thing, and you come back and, back.
0: And from one gambler to the other, always, when you promise it to watch someone's seat,
1: go ahead and watch it. Yeah, please watch it. Please watch it. If you're going to do a number two, eat something at a restaurant check your hot dog the proper thing to do is give up the seat give up the seat go <laughs> ahead
0: if you got a little parlay card or a sheet in the cup holder or a drink <laughs> or maybe you got something a little pencil on the ground anything near your seating area please take it with you that's all yours you all need take to take it, it, with it clear the area as yeah. if you found it no leave it cleaner than you found no, it, How about that? it you, you go you asked you asked the uh the, <laughs> the maid where the vacuum's at <laughs>
1: You go get to vacuum in that, like yeah. Janice from the Brady yeah. Bunch. Exactly. <laughs> you get to work. No, but seriously, you want to leave that place it's better than you found it just out of proper etiquette. If uh if you're going somewhere for a long time, uh it's imperative that you don't hold that seat with signs with hey somebody sitting here reserved yeah. anything like that because there's somebody coming and chances are by the time you come back there's gonna be a spot for you to get back in anyway. That's the thing. That's a lot of these
0: sportsbooks these days. I mean they're just making them bigger and right. better.
1: I mean there there is I mean a lot of places here in town you know a
0: lot of smaller you know little boutique areas. But I told I mean, you this is a pop the trunk production man. You hear that
1: Southwest flight flying over us? Yeah, man.
0: Boeing 747 yeah. just uh, almost hit Mike in the yeah, head there. Yeah.
1: real and authentic over here, man. I love it. I love it. So make sure you don't. There's no signs, seat saved, anything like that. We want to make sure we we stress that with you guys. The last one is tipping etiquette at the window. Tipping etiquette at the window is is something that's a it's a preference thing. You know, it's different for every gambler. I know there's some rules where you know you should follow to help you out. As far as when I'm right, when I when I go to the window and I'm putting in a bet, I don't think that the writer should quite get a tip for that. Yeah, no, the, I just found this
0: out today. I would never heard of this. People yeah. go to the windows and say, I want 500 on, you know, Georgia Moneyline. And they say, okay, here's 550 yeah. And they say, keep the $50. Yeah. i have
1: never heard that in yeah. my damn life. Yeah, it, man. That's whoa. real, that's real yeah. out there. Yeah. Another thing they'll do is, they'll they, you know, whatever ticket they write, they'll write one for you. You know, if you're a writer and, you know, it's kind of like cash in your hand, especially if that ticket hits, you know. So that's just proper things. But if you're on the other side... Um, I don't think you're really uh relegated to kind of give a tip when you're when you're putting a bet in. Yeah. As far as when you're cashing, that's a little bit different story for me. The general rule is kind of one percent of your cashings. If your ticket rider has some jungle karma, if it's the same ticket writer, if you feel like they contributed to this, if they're handling your payout in a proper way, then you can go ahead and give them one percent of whatever you're giving out.
0: Yeah. And I know us on the other on the other end, you know, we're real familiar with
1: the. oh, can you go ahead and void this oh, for man, me? I'll void. go ahead and throw you a twenty and whatever. Yeah.
0: First of all, sir, the game's been over for right, an hour. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not avoiding nothing oh for my God, you. Oh, God, definitely, definitely. Yeah, see, I, I'm pretty comfortable with the 1% there, but I mean, me personally, you know, I'll, I'll tip if I'm in a restaurant, obviously, 20%, yeah, give or take. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not real big. I, that's why I got a mobile app. Yeah, you know, I'm not. Yeah. If, I, if I order Uber Eats, you know, I'm probably not tipping the guy right. who's bringing me my food. For what? Because I'm paying for it. Yeah, right, yeah. He's, he's driving here and I'm going yeah. out my door and grabbing yeah, it. Yeah. Why am I tipping he's you? He's getting paid to drive you and, exactly. and you're paying him to bring it to you, so Exactly. So I, I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so, my piece of advice in this whole, you know, tip Tipping,
1: tipping situation <laughs> here is just download a mobile app, save your money, go buy yourself a beer. There you go. There we have it. There we have it. Okay. This is gonna be uh, instead of doing our you with the GM. We're going to, because, you know, it's not football season, we're kind to kind of get do that more as we get closer to football season. But this section, I love it, man, because he's always going off on different things, and uh, I'm giving him a chance to stake his claim and, and get it off his chest. So this segment is called Grant's Rant. Oh, he's going to yeah. tell you something that is pretty much getting on his nerves in the sports industry, in the gambling industry. Whatever it may be, we're going to give him a chance to get it off his mind.
0: Yeah, okay, so I got I got two things right here. <laughs> first things first is, in the NCAA Tournament, over the past three years, three point attempt percentage has gone up 11%, Mike. Wow. Do you know, 11%, like, it's been around 30 percent per possession for about 20 years and then all of a sudden it just jacks up a good eleven percent. Wow. what does that tell you, Mike? that to me <laughs> that means low basketball IQ. Yeah. a lot of these guys that only see highlights, yeah. they want to be the hero, right. selfish basketball, bad coaching yeah. and that 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 that's right there Blame our
1: sports center bro.
0: I, I just don't get it. I mean I really don't. <laughs> like for instance, that one guy on uh, was that Belmont? No, it was wafford. That shooter on Wofford.
1: Fletcher? Fletcher McGee? Fletcher McGee. (laughs) This
0: dude is 0 for 11 from three. okay. I'm going to give him some credit. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the country. He's a bad shooter. In this this instance, in this specific game against Kentucky, he he is 0 for 11 from behind the arc. 0 for 11. He's missed 11 threes. The <laughs> team is down by like two or three. There's a minute 30 left. What does he do? Right yeah. when he crossed half court,
1: jacking it up. Yeah. Jacking it up. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's just not your night. and You gotta, you know, in any- in You gotta understand area. it. You gotta trust your teammates. Yeah. You gotta trust your teammates yeah. around you. Yeah, whether you're fixing planes or you're doing office work, sometimes it's not your night and you gotta clock out. Oh my You probably goodness. should've clocked out, bro. Yeah, that,
0: <laughs> so that's one thing right there. And I think it's more of a coaching issue, holding players accountable. For instance, yeah. Izzo, he finally gets in the face of one of his players. Now everyone's looking at him. Yeah. What what are you supposed to do? That's coaching right there. I mean, yeah. does, does anyone know who Bobby Knight is? No. Have you seen that guy's yeah, highlights? I don't great. think so. He's okay, great. my second rant we got here <laughs> <He's going off. laughs> is the charge calls in college basketball. I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's got to be cleaned up this <laughs> off season. I want to know a ruling of what is a charge and what is a block because I have seen the most. Unnecessary charge calls I've ever seen in my life Yeah I mean it's been rough out there I, mean, I is not the lie. Isn't the half arc there for a reason Yeah Isn't yeah. it there for a reason yeah. We got guys moving I got I, I once saw a charge The dude's behind him Yeah He bounced the, off him from behind And they're calling him it, it makes
1: no sense It's probably It's it's, it's kind of like If they're, uh, if there's any contact And they're benefited out They're going to pretty much Call it a charge over a block Yeah I,
0: I, I, I don't know why It's like unnecessary to, like, There's no way to play defense In yeah. Division 1 basketball Yeah
1: There's no way to play Yeah I'm with you, but, you know, that's the... It's, it's just a pace of play thing they want to do but you see it from the NBA and you see it trickle down they want buckets as viewers and they want buckets man.
0: Yeah, no they really do you're seeing a transition across all sports really yeah. if you really think yeah. about it.
1: I mean the NHL we're seeing
0: 8-9 goals a game, we're seeing totals that are 7-7.5. Seven, seven NBA we're seeing totals in the 240s some games. Yeah, that's crazy. Scoring across the board is just all over the place yeah. and I mean it just seems like people just care less about defense.
1: It's yeah. really sad. Yeah, I'm with you on that man. I, I feel that ran 110% because I'm just tired of seeing them just because they bumped heads or bumped bodies they're all of a sudden calling it a charge and it's just like the, the the letter of the law says that's a block or a no call. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
0: charge. the the way I learned the rule is your feet have to be set and you can't be moving and you gotta take it and yeah. you got you got uh, it has to be a one fluid motion like he his momentum went into you and yeah. you absorbed all of it. Yeah. Now I mean you your feet don't have to be set. Yeah. You could have one foot on the ground and yeah. take a charge.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Man. No, it's not. It's it's the argument for me. I
0: I just wish that there was you know a standard that we could you know all get all <laughs> get like behind. Standard. I I really want the N C A to if they do one thing which they I mean they don't really do much. Yeah. I was about to say if they, if they do one thing If we could get The committee together And clear up The charge call I, It would, would be much appreciated From Grant Tucker uh,
1: There you go You have it from Grant There's And Grant that's Grant. the Grant's rant <laughs> I hope you guys Enjoyed that dude That was awesome That was oh, super wow. awesome man. So now we're gonna Just go ahead And slide into our last uh, Segment of the of the podcast Which is You know Some beers that we can Recommend to get you buzz, You know and Let's li- get little into Liquid it. courage You know right. Nothing like some Liquid courage No man. no no So this week Me, personally, I'm going to go out to San Diego, and I'm going to go to Belching Beaver, and they have a very, 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 very succulent peanut butter stout. It's a very, you know, you'll probably end up paying— Where's the jelly, Mike? Yeah, I know, right? Shake it like a salt shaker. No jelly, though. (laughs) Um, You'll probably end up, you know, paying for it later— you know when you go to the bathroom by yourself. Whoa! But this whoa, 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 whoa. thing TMI yeah, TMI. I I'm just, saying, I'm just. It's a fair warning because we got to be authentic and real. That's true. It, it's very very thick and it's very very you know milky. So you're gonna pay for it, but it's all worth it because that thing is delicious. Uh, has a nice succulent peanut butter's taste to go along with the stout beer. So I highly recommend belching Beaver peanut butter stout. All right. So now I'm gonna go away from the craft beer segment because oh. I mean I. So
0: at the last couple of nights games, you know. My, my beer of choice hasn't been available. So, okay. You know, I've had to, you know, decide between, you know, a $15 tall can of this. Yeah. Or, you know, what I've really been going with is a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> as terrible as that sounds, you know, these things are smooth. And let me tell you, they're actually get you pretty buzzed. My dude just recommended a Michelob
1: yes. Ultra on yes. this podcast, guys. Drink a, drink a couple loaves. Oh, my God. I didn't see that coming no. at all. This dude just recommended piss water. No, I'm Holy telling snap. you, man. Tell me why you like the Michelob Ultra. I got to no, hear this. I'm telling
0: you. Super smooth. Let me tell you. <laughs> super smooth. There's, so I, I love IPAs. The hoppier, the better. Yeah. Give them to me. I'll drink any, Anything that's cold, put it in front of me. But I'm telling you, these are super smooth. Very, very light on the stomach. Like I, there's nothing worse than drinking a couple IPAs and you're like full, yeah, you know? Yeah, bloated. Couple Michelob Ultras, real light on the stomach. I mean, you just feel like you're quick on your toes. You know, it's nice, it's nice. It's, okay. nice. it's a nice buzz, it's a different buzz. All
1: right, all right, all right, all right. Gotta respect this gangster. Go out and try that Michelob Ultra from Big G and uh, try that Belching, Belver- Belching Beaver uh, peanut butter stout for myself and let us know how you guys like that. And in closing, go Tar Heels, go Spartans. <laughs> go Bears! <laughs> oh wow.
0: Nah. No, no, no.
1: It just sounds funny just I can't even like form it as a sentence. Yeah. Go bear, yeah. go bear. Go Bears! You know yeah. that's. You know, I don't like it. I don't I, like yeah. it. The
0: Bears! The <laughs> Bears! You know. All right, guys. So, Thanks for
1: listening. Hope you guys enjoyed March Madness, man. It's been a blast this first week. And have
0: a good opening day. Go yeah. eat like a Dodger dog or a and, bratwurst or. And call in to your job and take the
1: day off and watch baseball early in the yeah, morning. Yeah, it's
0: baseball season. Yeah. Get patient. Yeah. Sit
1: back. It's bright. The sun's out. You know Dodger Stadium is never full because you guys are bummed. But other than that, just enjoy yeah. it. Wrigley
0: Field's not gonna be hanging up too many W's this year either. <laughs> Go Giants! Go Brewers!